I'm Eric Segerstrom. Seventh day of May 2020 in the year of our Lord. You can reach the Patriot Trading Group at 1-800-951-0592 or you can head out to the World Wide Web, the information superhighway brought to you by your favorite globalist regime at allamericangold.com. Updated daily with news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. The uh, prediction here of runaway prices in U.S. dollars, the socioeconomic destruction of America, where just everything is going up, is in full swing today. The Dow's up 400, the S&P's up 50, the NASDAQ's up 130. Joe Jaquin, president of Patriot Trading Group and fellow uh, cohort in crime here, fellow miscreant, how you doing today, man? Oh. Wake up! Snap out of it! I got a lot going on! <laughs> I'm trying to keep up. The, the the machine, the gold machine, won't stop ticking. Listen, I want to apologize for Joe on behalf of anyone who's talked to him in the last 24 hours. <laughs> I've yelled at a lot of people. He yelled at everybody, so it's all right. He doesn't mean it. We love oh, him. Oh, I mean it. Well, no, nah, he's a good guy. All-around good guy, Joe Jaquin. It's just tough right now. I mean, the uh, the industry's tough. The suppliers are tough. Getting product is just to just it's so such a fluid situation up and down prices are changing. Um, it's just it's amazing. I mean, I, all right, let's start all over again. Hey, welcome to Patriot Radio News. Our Eric Cedars from yes, it's Deer Valley. Joe Jaquin, Texas opened up. Texas back in business. Somebody forgot to tell the people of Texas that it opened back up. The Domain Mall in Austin, Texas, is open for business. Unlike most of its hundred upscale shops, as the state entered its first work week of eased pandemic restrictions in the hopes of rekindling the economy, a dozen or so people were strolling about the sprawling open-air shopping center. This had this last afternoon, Monday, and three seated on the patio of the Tex-Mex restaurant. Only one shopper wore a mask, and the loudest noises were from songbirds peached in the live. Oak trees, the deserted pedestrian thoroughfares. I've seen one customer today, and they didn't buy anything, said Taylor Jund, who was keeping watch over the empty Chaser clothing store. Protests across the United States have demanded that state governments allow businesses to reopen and people get back to work. The vast majority of Americans balk at relaxing stay-at-home orders too quickly, according to Reuters and the Ipsos opinion poll. Texas, Georgia, and other states are now leading the way, by the way. Cases in Georgia are starting to go, uh, well, they're starting to skyrocket. And what's interesting here in Arizona is you've got the same issue. The governor, after last week threatening people with jail, has totally turned around. So we've got things starting to open out here, but you have to do it. They should have never shut it down anyway. And I'm here to tell you, if you don't have the virus, you're going to get it. I know you don't believe me, but they just can't stop it. So you look in Sweden, Sweden doing the herd immunity. I uh, watched Tucker Carlson last night. He had the ambassador on. Very eloquent gal. I didn't catch her name, but I watched the interview. It was short and sweet about what's happening. And everything's open. They're not wearing masks. They don't want people to wear masks. They want them to actually hand the virus around until the virus has nowhere to go. But... Their sales and everything are down 90%. So this is the one thing they're not talking about. 
She said it. Yeah. Restaurant traffic down 90. Retail sales down 90. I mean, everything is, is just stopped. So you either go out and do it. You know what's weird? They're starting to have... Go out. All right, well, Joe. Let's just say this for a minute. There's no way. Now, I go out. You know this, right? right. I, I play golf. I don't. I, I went to Walmart yesterday because we needed paper towels, right? So so I've done it. By the way, the mass population growing quickly in Phoenix. Well, that's because we rolled over 10,000 cases a day. We're where New York was 40 days ago. All right? Now, will the same thing happen here? With 110 degrees? I mean, well, nobody I believes not. it. Man. I, hope I hope not, not too. I hope not. But if it does... If it does, they can't get the genie back in the bottle. But there's no way I would go to a rock concert. There's no way I would go to a baseball. Let's just say Major League Baseball, uh, go go to Bank One Ballpark or whatever it's called. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, and watch the Diamondbacks play with 30,000 other people. I wouldn't do that. What do people look like who have the virus? I don't know. So you're not sure you ran into any in Walmart yesterday? I, I don't know. <laughs> They don't have the thing on where they're supposed to have a bracelet that right. lights up. I don't, you know, I didn't see it. There was a car auction in town here, dealer auto auctions, DAA, dealer auto auction Southwest. They just said, forget it. They're not handing out masks. Every other auction is closed. Barrett Jackson, Mecham, all the other dealer auctions, and I watched it online. I showed it to Joe. Two thousand dealers jammed into an auction barn. I mean, this is the petri dish. All going in and out of the same cars, touching the handles, the steering wheels, the keys. And running in and out, and then all, you know, bumping into each other. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. It's how auctions are. Probably 50,000 cases will come out of that auction. What are you trying to say right now? I have a bad feeling you're saying that this thing's going to start spiking again. Nothing you can do. We're going to spike again, is what you're saying. Either get to work, get busy living, or get busy dying. So it's going to explode. The virus is going to explode. But you know what? There's When I was a kid, they used to have chicken pox parties. You're a little, just you just missed that. But the parents are like, "Look, I'm busy. I don't want my kid to get chicken pox. You know, let's put all, let's find a kid who has chicken pox. Get him. Put our kids in with it because I've got the time to take care of them the next two weeks. They're starting to have coronavirus parties. We'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Thanks for tuning in. Dumber than a stick and uglier than a mud fence. You're listening to. Eric Patriot Radio News Hour, allamericangold.com. Welcome to all our Phoenix listeners on uh, Family Values Radio 1010 KXXT, the Children of the Corn up in Colorado 1360, khnc.com, and uh, the uh, our online uh, presence and podcast people. We really appreciate taking time out of your busy lives, well, at least your quarantined lives. You know what's interesting, though? I was retired for uh, four years, and when you're retired, your days just go by, and you know your wife comes home. What'd you do today? But you know you never sit down. You've got nine million projects going around the house, or people know you're not working. They call you and ask you to move furniture. And I'll tell you, I had to get back to work to get some rest. <laughs> <laughs> He's not doing anything. Call Cedars, <laughs> right? Yeah, and they book it. your time. Your wife books the time for you. Oh yeah, just call Eric. He'll come over and <laughs> unclog your drains. <laughs> I'm glad to be back at work, I'll tell you. So, I don't know. What were we talking about? Oh, what were we talking about going in? We were, we were talking about coronavirus. Get ready. It's coming everywhere. Get ready. You know, start living or get ready to, to be dying. Oh, but, chicken pox parties. Right, right chicken right. pox, yeah. So, they used to do that. So, yeah, all right. My, my parents are like, yeah, I got 
we're going on vacation a month from now, and I don't want him, you know. So we're getting the kids sick. So the coronavirus thing is starting. So you think they could uh, make an announcement tomorrow at the Cardinal Stadium? We're having a coronavirus party, and we're going to have everyone who wants to come in and get infected. Come on down. Come do it. Come do it. It's going to happen anyway. I watched that car auction online yesterday. One mask for every hundred people. They don't care. People got to make a living. They're all working. They don't care, and they're going to get it. And they're going to get it. But so. the thing that you said earlier was people aren't buying. No. They're not shopping. It's not going to go to restaurants. They're not going to the restaurants. Even in, you're talking about Sweden, even in Sweden. Even in Sweden. So they're they, not doing it. And they don't want you to wear a mask in Sweden. Right? It's one so. thing when it's hot. Hey, I'll go sit at the beach, right? Or right. I'll go play a round of golf. Outside. Right? Sure. But, but I'm not going into the restaurant to sit there for an hour and a half and, and break bread and, and, and all that. I'm not doing that. So we're going to open here, you know, and again, it's the liberal point of view is that the governor is opening too early. Uh, you know, it's going to, we need to have 14 days of declines and blah, blah, blah. Well, that, what, they threw that out. They, they realized, oh, wait a minute, that's not having, so Trump administration, the CDC guidelines uh, got thrown in the trash today. Governor Ducey, uh, you know, we were supposed to have hit our peak. On the 24th of April, we still haven't hit it yet. No, it's still going up. It's going to go parabolic. So I believe 200,000 cases a day by the end of the month for the country. That's I agree with that statement. That's what's going to happen. You just can't stop it. The lockdown didn't work. I mean, it, it, I don't know. Did it flatten the curve? Who the hell knows? Nobody knows. The flattening the curve. That never really no. made much sense to me. Here's the issue of all of this. Because they really don't, they know not what we're doing. And nobody knows. It's the assumption that you can't get it again. That's the assumption. So once you have it, I'm you're not, not that confident that that's true. See, I know. That's the issue. See, that was why the chicken pox party made sense. Is you knew, okay, it's you done. had it, it's done, it's over. Done. Right. And there were plenty of fatal chicken poxes. Plenty. So... So the same issue here. Now, there was an article. It was so bad, I didn't want to do it yesterday, so I didn't do it. It was on Newsmax that says the virus capable of mutating. And once it's hit you, that you know it got in your lungs, and, and you may feel better. It may have been light, but there's a residual effect in there, and the second one just grabs onto it and wipes you out. If that's the case, we're all done. So, so sitting at home isn't going to change it either. It just takes longer for it to happen. So everybody has to come out. But then again, I know I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Is that the demographics of the disease, only, you know, that you, that 90% of everybody that's, that's, that's succumbed to this is over the age of 70, 70 and over. So this is why the young people don't care. This is why they don't wear a mask. 40 and 50-year-olds don't care. They're not wearing a mask. And the governments have no choice but to let them all out. So we're going to live with what happens or die. One of the two, but we're either way, it's going to happen. And worrying about it and living in fear isn't going to change it. But I'm just here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that this is the fact of life, according to Eric Cedarstrom. My wife disagrees. Joe disagrees. I'm not saying that I disagree. What, what I guess what I am saying is here's what I do agree with: the spending habits are going to change dramatically. You tell me what kind of economy we have. With without big conventions, 
without the the big meetings, without the concerts and the professional sports with fans and college football with fans and all the I mean, what are we talking about here? There's no way that we could have a GDP growth without all that stuff. Right, it's not I mean, going to happen. Am I, am I volunteering to get on an airplane right now? Uh, no. Well, it's the new world we live in. People may never gather again. Well, there's a funny story broke today. People listening yesterday to an audio feed of the Supreme Court's oral arguments. They were being held remotely, of course, via telephone. We reported on that because of the pandemic. Heard something that wasn't part of the official testimony. The sound of a toilet flushing. <laughs> how many how many broadcasts how many broadcasts have you heard have you heard with dogs barking? <laughs> Kids Listen, coming in. Some people here have heard that because you put a phone in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean it's just crazy. So yeah, this, somebody's bathroom break, you know, is now on the official record. It's on the record. How does the, the, the stenographer... The stenographer. <laughs> Ba-whoosh. <laughs> oh, read back the minutes. Was that a courtesy flush, or is that just... Yeah, what is this ba-whoosh? So anyway, Patriot Radio News Hour. 1-800-951-0592. Wharton finance professor Jeremy Siegel says the 40-year bull market in bonds has ended. Let me see. Look back 40 years. I know I went to public school. Ah, dang it. Now, I can only count to 21 naked. So I need a calculator. So 40, oh, 1980. The prime rate in this country was 23%. Paul Volcker crushed inflation. <laughs> Gold was $800 an ounce. Volcker came in and starred the hammer man started hammering interest rates. If you put $100,000 in a CD in 1980, you made twenty three grand a year in interest. If you had a million dollars, you were done. That was it. Right. Two hundred and thirty grand. My first car loan, I got it from Earnhardt Ford, a two-year-old Chevy pickup, and it was 1980, 19, it was a 1978, I'm sorry, a 1980 truck. Uh, 78 Chevy pickup, the used car finance rate, 32%. Now, just for a little more, uh, what was the uh, value of that? Two-year-old Chevy short box, four-wheel drive, lifted. (laughs) It was a nice truck. Uh, Fully loaded, (laughs) $3,900. That would be the equivalent of about what today? Oh, God. Well, it would be, you know, 50, 60 grand to replace that today, two-year-old Lifted Chevy short box, very expensive, loaded up. So, so yeah, the 40-year bull market. Now, we did the math on this for you. If you get into a bond fund, you make money as it declines. So, As the yields go down, if you're already in the bond fund, you're making money. Right, so if you're at, uh, so let's say 30%, the bond fund is at 70. And then interest rates go to 20%. Now the bond fund's at 80 Okay, so you picked up 10% on declining interest rates. It's always backwards. Let's say it goes to 10%. Now the bond fund goes to 90. Let's say it goes to zero. Now you're at 100. Wait, you're not making any money. Now, let's say it goes to negative 10%. What? This is what's happening. Something happened this morning in the bond markets. First off, the two-year note was being auctioned at a new all-time record low of just 0.14. But the Fed futures rate 
for 2021. It's the first time in the United States history that the futures rate has gone negative. Right now, uh, it's at a negative 0.02%, which is indicating uh, they use this to indicate where rates are going, and now people are saying, "Uh uh-oh, this is going to... The, as yields keep falling here, this is going to go further into negative, and that negative interest rates are coming to the United States. And I, I'll warn everybody again, Jeffrey Gunlot's the guy I tell everyone you need to listen to the most, what is telling you when that happens, if the Federal Reserve is dumb enough to do it, that's the end of the dollar. Well, that's it, but that, I'll tell you, that's the problem is, is who's going to buy them. Now, of course, you've got intervention, you've got the Fed. Uh, handing out money to banks, and the banks have to support the Fed so the Fed can keep giving money to the banks. Repeat. Okay? So just this big circle going back and forth. So you've got bad banks buying bad debt that we're never going to pay. But now if it goes negative, now you stop and think about this. What is the advantage of negative, of giving the government money and having them charge you to do it? Well, let me see. Let's say, I don't know, you're a pension fund and... You've got money in a bank that may not exist Friday. Okay, The issue is, will the government exist Friday? Will the United States still exist? And that's really what's at issue here today. Will the country, as we know it, continue to move forward? That is the issue. And I know it's on the back of every one of your minds right now, as it is mine. And being an American and being a patriot, the last thing I want to do is talk bad about the United States of America and run it down. Because this obviously is a global pandemic. But uh, the issue is, it's no different than if you lost your job in 2008 and you owed 900 grand on your house. Now take that as America has lost their income. We've lost our tax receipts and we're in debt. And we're taking on more debt. So now you've had this 40 year of bull market in bonds. And this is what people did. This is where you went from wall from stocks to bonds. Oh, the, the bond market or stocks are falling, bond yields are going up, and then vice versa. It created bubble vision. This is what created bubble vision. We spent 40 years blowing this bubble where they kept giving you less and less and less. Remember, the argument back then was you didn't buy gold because it didn't pay interest. Right. Now what's the argument? You better buy gold because they're going to charge you interest to borrow money from the from the government. Well, Siegel said it's been a long 40-year market. It peaked in 81. Now you're going to look back at this as the end of the bull market in bonds. I mean, it, can't, it only this can is, go negative. This is the reverse peak, if to, you will. Right. Today, they hit an all-time low on, all-time what, a two-year? Two-year note, point, point one four percent Who's buying that for two years? I mean, really, that's where you're going to put your money in? Buy bonds. We I mean, used to buy bonds to finance wars and finance Uncle Sam. And if Uncle Sam needed your money, by God, there must be a good reason. Can you imagine? We're going to have a COVID-19 bond and we're going to have a negative rate on it. I mean, that's the it defeats the whole purpose. This is why when you talk about sound money, this is why you know the money that we have today isn't worth the paper it's printed on. And it's why Eric keeps saying, listen, it's going away. Hyperinflation, change the money, that's what's going to happen. Well, Michael Savage was great uh, yesterday. If you listen to him, he said that's it for the Federal Reserve now. It's now just become funny money. There's no offset. There's no budget offsets. There's no tax receipt offsets. They're just handing out the money. They're just creating it. You know why gold and silver was money? Anybody? Anybody know why? 
I know you're thinking, what? Yeah, well, we know it is. Because it's labor-intensive. Yeah. Somewhat you, oh, we need to increase the money supply? Get amalgamated mining on the phone and tell them to turn up those steam shovels. Get those things running. We have to bail out the, we have to bail out the economy. Could you imagine? Hey, I mean, it'd be great Instead if it was. Instead of firing up the, the manufacturing base, we fire up the debt bubble. That's what we do. Right. So you had to go dig it out of the ground. Somebody had to go find it, number one. You know, dig it all out of the ground, and then they put it in a bar, and then they send it off to the U.S. Mint, and then they put it into a planchet, and they pound it to daylight to make a coin out of it. create money without it. Right. Couldn't do it. You couldn't create the money without it. Now, today, they don't need anything. They just create it. Just flying off the printing press. press. Go, well, they don't even print it anymore. I mean, we literally added a trillion dollars in 30 days. A, thir- a trillion dollars in 30 days. We're over $25 trillion in debt. I'm having a good time. How about you? People at home, the country moving right to left on your dial. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. And now from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. I never cease to be amazed at the falsehoods that the feminists repeat so often that they've gotten many people to believe them. Take, for example, feminist statements about the U.S. Constitution. So many times when I debated the Equal Rights Amendment, my feminist opponent would say, we need to amend the Constitution with the Equal Rights Amendment because the Constitution says all men are created equal. Of course, the Constitution does not say that at all. That's a line from the Declaration of Independence. Then the feminists argue that anyway we should put women in the Constitution. But why? The Constitution doesn't mention men, so why should it mention women? The Constitution is a beautiful sex-neutral document using only sex-neutral words such as person, resident, inhabitant, elector, inventor, senator, member, representative, and we the people. One of the biggest feminist lies is that even if feminism is outdated, women owe a debt of gratitude to the feminists of the 1960s and 1970s for creating the education opportunities that women have in America today. That's nonsense. Education opportunities were available to women long before the modern feminist movement was born. I worked my way through college, competing with all the guys at a great co-ed university, and got my degree in 1944. Then I went to Harvard Graduate School, where there was no discrimination against women, competed with all the guys, and got my master's degree in 1945. My mother received her college degree at a great university way back in 1920. Those opportunities were there for women who wanted to take advantage of them. The fact is, American women are the most fortunate class of people who ever lived. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. If you're busy taking notes, you can stop now, because these commentaries in written form and spoken audio are archived on the website phyllisschlafly.com. 
many recorded by Mrs. Schlafly herself. If you're doing research or missed a day, just go to phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and re-listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Like, no, sir. Yeah, that song's been around forever. You know, uh, Lyndall Sargent, a lot of the old, just going to appeal to the old people who have been listening to this station since I started in the 90s. Uh, Remember Lyndall Sargent, Freedom-Loving Patriot, that song? It's on YouTube now. He remade a new one, and I'm going to try to get it up on our uh, radio station. But uh, I don't know. I still like it. It was our theme song here at Patriot when we first started at uh, KHNC. The uh, great ticking is going on now. Markets are getting stronger. Gold's so undervalued. Gold is the most undervalued asset right now. It's up about 34 bucks right up now. Up 34. We're going to have an up 500, up 800. I don't know how big it's going to be. Up $5,000 a day. I don't know. Yesterday, so, this was the clearing of the decks so they could run the gold I told price. you yesterday. They bought every ounce of gold. Eric and knows this all morning long. All we've been doing is trying to find gold out there and it's just gone. Well, you know, we're still able to fill orders and everybody's getting to take delivery and we do not do what they do, like says uh, uh, pre-sell. Okay, we don't do that. All right, you go online, they're like, well, we really don't have it, but we'll take your money and when we get it, we'll notify you. We do not do that. We will not issue a trade number unless the product can be procured. 1-800-951-0592. A line, I keep telling you, a line will form. Outside anybody who has gold and silver before the, the the economic annihilation, the final blow hits for the worldwide pandemic. Now you've got Illinois, New York, and the transit agencies are testing the muni bond market. Oh boy! So now that's a big problem. Uh, so uh, you know, we talked we talked a little bit about that yesterday. California, the state, forget about all the. I got to remember all the cities got problems too, but California alone. Is going to be $54 billion short between now and July 1st. That doesn't even start for the for the budget for 2021. They're going to be $54 billion short in the next 60 days. They don't have any money. Where's the money going to come from? So you need the, they need to fund the $4 trillion they've handed out. Now, let's not forget the cities and states now and, of course, the, uh, the muni bond market. And how about General Motors? Now General Motors, they're scrambling for cash. They, they've got a cash problem. So now they're offering junk-like yields in the fight to stay investment grade. GM selling bonds in its latest move to shore up liquidity in the pandemic. The automaker is offering junk-like yields. In order to stay investment grade, we're going to pay junk-grade rates. So- the same thing that uh, everybody buying pickup trucks, gasoline's going to be, I'm going to up mine from $20 to $45 a gallon. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? Why do you think Tesla stock is run? Know they know it's, it's coming. So they know it's happening. Right? Why is Tesla stock like $800? You have to be right. They know it's and coming. And I only laugh because today, for the first time that where I go, where I get my gas here at 19th Avenue, it's at a dollar ninety nine today. We, I was like finally below two dollars, and now uh, you're letting me know. Uh, yeah, I wish I could fill up my swimming pool that I don't have with with two dollar gasoline because right, I, I told you to right. do it. So, and you know, people laugh. They they laugh, and they everybody writes down my predictions. Go back twenty five years. I've been here a quarter century.
Talk, look at the debt figure where we're at right now. Look at the unemployment figures. Look at what's happening. Look at 08. Look at 9-11. I mean, I was here for all of it. I'm not making this prediction lightly. I'm not making a $25,000 an ounce gold prediction lightly. I'm putting it out on the air. It's going to be here forever. It's coming. It's coming. We are going to buckle under the debt load. Right now, they need to be printing million-dollar bills would have to be in circulation if they had to literally paper monetize it. You'd see them everywhere. They'd be everywhere. There'd be pictures of them handing them to General Motors. Here's your stack of million-dollar bills. The comptroller of New York City said they had to lay off a million people. No way to stop I mean, a million people, government workers, just for New York City, not the state, just New York City. But now, remember, there's still markets. Markets are trading and functioning, and they're manipulated. The government holds it together. Really, you think the stock market's going to rally on earnings? Okay, now I take that back. Maybe alphabets or... You know, any of the tech stocks may, and people are at home watching movies instead of working. Yes, there are winners and losers in this pandemic, but the losers are the huge multinationals. The winners are the niche businesses. Yeah, like Zoom. Right. Yes. Bicycles, they say, are selling really they, good. Things that, that uh, like airplane travel, never be the same. And I'm only saying that because Goldman Sachs, you know, for whatever it's worth, says that companies switching to Zoom instead of business travel is going to have major ramifications. Think about this. That means you're not buying a hotel room. You're not buying an airline ticket. You're not getting a rental car. You're not going out to eat. You're not. I mean, the ramifications of this is it's huge. Even bigger ramifications, front page Wall Street Journal, Dateline. May 7th, 2020, today, relationships between the United States and China are becoming extremely strained. Now strained for years, have deteriorated at a rapid clip. Did you, well, you know, we remember Trump was going to quote-unquote cancel the Chinese treasury bills. The and senator then, said to do it this morning. And then Some Larry Kudlow and Steve Mnuchin ran for cover yesterday in the Chinese state-run media they were hoping that China would just say, you know what? We're selling them. The heck with you. Remember the just say no to drugs? We're just going to say just say no to paying any bondholders. So it's coming. I mean, I can't believe it. Even I can't believe it. I can't believe the news that we're looking at today. Incredible. I can't, really, I really, it is hard to believe. And people don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. So they can't get the genie back in the ball. Did we roll over 10,000 cases today? Oh, oh, yeah. oh God! We're going to blow yeah. right way past that. So, so now we're now it's starting to go parabolic as well here. So, you know, love it or hate it, I don't know. I mean, uh, my cousin who was a who was a uh, American Airlines stew stewardess. Uh, I know she had it, and that's the only person I know. My wife's cousin may or may not have had it. So, cousin. So that's the only family members I know. And I mean, apparently, that. You know, the majority of people that get it, it just becomes a, a a bad cold and an inconvenience. But it's it's the unknown, man, that what gets you. I mean, I'm I hate to say it. I have coronaphobia. It doesn't matter. I mean, come on, you're gonna call me a liberal? Call me a liberal? Call an Eric Cedarstrub a liberal? I'm just a fundamentalist, and I, all as I know is what I'm seeing. And I mean, whether you think it's made up or a loss of of our economic freedoms, it may be all of those things. But somewhere, somehow. There has to be some credence I'm say to this. this. You're, we should have never shut down. Never shut have down. Never have done it. The ramifications of what they have done, uh, it, it's going to be...
like something we've never seen. The Great Depression, we're going to break every record. We'll wait for tomorrow's jobs come. We are going to shatter every horrible record we've ever seen. Hyperinflation first. Hyperinflation. So no one wants the money. Then the Depression. That's Maker Radio News Hour. <laughs> like it or not, if you can hang with us, stay with us. This show can only get better at this point. Midnight Rider, he's got one more silver dollar. I think that's what we're down to. <laughs> Don't laugh. No, just kidding. There is a bag available. We had these before. The AUBU, beautiful, beautiful, late 1800s, early 1900s, shiny, uh, uncirculated, amazing, amazing. They're in these treasury bags. We found another one. They've gone up a little bit, though. They're at uh, $37 a coin, but still. These are the the ones that they spin around on TV at 53 payments of $59 and you've seen them you've all seen them I mean I've they're just ridiculous this, when you when you get an old uh, legal tender coin this is what you expect it to look like I mean when you get these they're amazing you can have the whole bag for $37,000 call us 1-800-951-0592 we're going to maybe the last one I don't know they're my favorite they're my absolute favorite. You get a treasury bag. Who knows where this has been? In the late 1800s, you know, they were shipped. What happened was they never were put into circulation, so they never went into cash registers. But they stayed in treasury bags. They could have went to Europe. They could have went by stagecoach to, you know, from Reno where, to right? Carson City. Who knows where they, every mint mark and everything. So and they're not in their, don't, you know, it's not in their original bag. Okay, that's not what I'm saying, so. But they, you know, they, these are coins that have never been in circulation. Never. So you get a bag for thirty-seven thousand if you have the means. I highly recommend you pick it up. So I'm out of. I'd get it, but I'm just out of room to store things. <laughs> That's amazing. How about this email? My compliments, sir. In all seriousness, you guys truly do work well together, especially when you have something really important to say. Uh, this came in from Aurora Eddie on uh, yesterday's show. Today was your best ever, in my humble opinion. Well done, or Bravo Zulu, as they used to say in the good old '67 to '70s U.S. Navy. That's you know, I used to hear that. I always wondered where that came from. So, as far as you and Joe feeling your years, Joe's getting old. How you feel today? He fell over. <laughs> I did fall over. I stumbled. <laughs> it's funny to watch him too when he had all his hair when I first met him. Right. Anyway. I was skinny as heck. <laughs> I had all my hair. Yeah, Eddie goes on. You're my friend, our mere whippersnapper, Joe. Barely old enough to legally drink. I'll be 77 come August, but I'm just hitting my stride, as my sainted dad used to say. P.S. I plan to be selling product back to PTG for a long time to come. One concerned about your recommendation for us to own one ounce of gold for each year of life. Then if I do that, he says, I'll have to sell back 25% of first. <laughs> Obviously, a long-time lister. It's paid off very well for him. And that's not even counting his silver. Finally, regarding your excellent suggestion to be disconnected from the mainstream media drivel in order to maintain our sanity, he says if he was any more disconnected, he would need an extension cord to be plugged back in. Thanks for the decades of friendship and intelligent advice. Always, Aurora Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. Great patriot, good listener of the KHNC. So you can uh, listen to the show at podcasts. You can go to YouTube to Patriot Radio News Hour and re-listen again if you 
work sure did joe really say that thanks a lot thanks a lot my my, my phone my friends are now all texting me saying that i didn't stumble that i fell. i did not fall it's all downhill from here so there's nothing you can do so just just easy I, big I fella the, just go i so, hit the big 50 this year another a couple of months the ago. big 5-0 coming in when i hit the big 6-0 and then you know everything just starts to turn gray Yesterday, I couldn't add two plus two. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> really I'm like trying to do a gold trade. I'm looking like, oh, it's crazy. Anyway, I know you don't care. So, anyway, we're here for you. We love all our customers. We appreciate all the support we've received in here throughout the years. And, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you, as we've been telling you, don't wait. Get gold while you can. Uh, what has happened in the last, just the last 24 hours in the gold markets, Eric, we were talking yesterday. You said, Hey, in the last 45 days, there were three days where I looked at Eric and Eric said, what are we selling today? And I said, there's nothing, nothing, there's nothing to sell. The, the, what has happened in the last 24 hours, we're, we're not at nothing yet, but we're, we're right next to nothing again. And the premiums are running again. And when you sit there, I know you sit there, you look at everybody, you're like, what Wall Street? The NASDAQ is now positive for the year. I mean, <laughs> it's got to be okay. The states are going to reopen. Believe me, believe me when I tell you. I've been watching China. I've been watching the countries that were ahead of us. Yes, they've reopened. But business is down 50, 60, 70, 80%. It doesn't come back. Listen, it's not, and it's not driven on the Dow's not driven on economic earnings. It's driven on bailouts. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Dow at fifty thousand before we default on all this debt. Unfortunately, again, forty-five dollar gas, uh, ten to twenty dollar loaves of bread. This is what happens to countries when they print too no, much money. Think about it's just the, what the Weimar Republic. Think about Venezuela. Oh, that could never happen to us. Really? Go to fries. Go to Costco and go try to buy some meat. See what happens. So the Dow could double, but gold's going to be twenty, twenty-five thousand an ounce. Excuse I mean, me. There's one package of of chicken legs for you today. That's all you get. That really irks me right? too. You know, that's my favorite. That's my specialty. That's, I make that the is. best chicken legs out of anybody. And, and I learned how to do them on the side of the river banks years ago. We were camping and out of the lakes. But I'm having a party. I'm having people over. Sorry, one package. Yeah, I know coronavirus the once in a century pandemic has now unleashed obviously financial a lot of once in the century stuff right well, this is once the, in fi century. the financial crisis once in a century the coronavirus once in a century the the hur the flooding that happened a couple of once in a century i mean we're, it seems like we're getting a lot of once in the century stuff all at once well of course we are so this is you know this is the black swan that hit for all the catastrophists it's all come to fruition now, a new study by the Federal Reserve Research has used a machine reading program to sift through more than 600 earning calls last month in order to map out the virus-induced fallout. Now, this is what you would call an algorithm. Some 42% of American non-financial public companies are discussing slashing investments, 27% talking about equity payouts, and 17% are focusing on drawing down credit lines. Unheard of numbers. Unheard of. We're just getting started. I wish I had better, better way, but I've seen it. I see what's going on out there. You got way too much denial, and you got a virus that's running. You're not going to be able to stop it. 
just do what Sweden did and open it up. Get it over with. We'll be back. Steve Miller, Fly Like an Eagle, circa 1976. You're listening to Patriot Radio News Hour at allamericangold.com. This may be my last show. I'm going to retire and move to San Francisco. The San Francisco Department of Public Health is providing quarantined homeless people with luxury hotel rooms, alcohol, tobacco, and marijuana during the corona pandemic. According to KTVU, the agency said the practice is providing support to the city's vulnerable residents while they're kept apart from others because no one's in the hotels. We talked about this. If you're not watching, this is a California thing that the empty hotels that are run by the liberals that are all in and they they hold the meetings for the uh, Democrats, they are booking hotel rooms to homeless people and they, at, at full-blown retail prices and billing the cities and the states. Their hotels are full of people. Of course, they have stolen the televisions and hawked them out front, and uh, the tweakers are running amok. I wonder, but, do, do they warn the non-homeless guests to check their beds for needles? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? And this apparently, the hotels are empty, and they need revenue, and if you're juiced in, you know, well, you got to be juiced in. You got to be juiced in. You got to be in with the Newsome crowd going, yeah, I got a bunch of hotels. Nobody's in them. Don't worry about it. You see those people out there yelling at parking meters? Those are your new guests. Have them come stay with you. So now, yeah, with regard to supporting people, so not only this is how they keep them from, from causing any trouble. So not only are they housing them, but they are giving them alcohol and medical marijuana to calm them down. As they check in, I'm going. <laughs> Are you going to San Francisco? There's your quote pack and weed pen. Yes, I'm in. At a room. Wait, we don't have a continental breakfast anymore. Hey, but... What's for room service? So. <laughs> so on your way in, just yell the government and you're in. So. <laughs> a free vacation. So, I mean, it's just crazy. Joe, what's going on in the uh, market? Well, here, so. uh, gold's up 36, 17, 24. Uh, silver's up 56, uh, 15, 55. Uh, the Dow's up 300. Uh, the S&P's up 40. The NASDAQ up 150. Crude oil's up $1.11. Apparently, uh, we told the Saudis, you either start raising the price of oil so we don't get cheap gasoline or we're going to pull the Patriot missiles out of Saudi Arabia this morning. Well, this is how I said it's going to go. So, yeah, the Dow's up 1.4% and gold's up uh, 2.5%. So, sounds about right. That's how it's going to be. So, I mean, it's not going to One for them, it. two for gold. Right. It's not going to do it on a straight line. I mean, you know, you're going to have manipulation and stories and cue the deer. You know, they love doing that. Okay, everybody ready to hit the say Here comes the news. Bang! They hit the computer programs. You know, yesterday was the 10-year anniversary of the flash crash. Was it? That did more. The flash, flash crash. That? Yeah. That did more to shake investors. And, all conservatives And then after that, stocks. any other flash, cla- uh, flash crash was a fat finger. So. Right. Oh, it was a fat finger. Fat it wasn't, finger. A, it wasn't right. a flash crash. Fat finger. It was a fat finger at the time. Remember? Oh, somebody hit the wrong button. They meant to hit buy, not sell. <laughs> so... So we're going to watch this thing together. We'll get through it. I mean, the country's going to get through it. It's just, you know, I don't know what its country's going to look like. Why my republic? When we're done. Why my republic? No question in my mind that there's no way to, to.
to stop the runaway inflation. They're going to monetize the next, you know, we will see a $5 trillion stimulus package before the end of the year. So somewhere around there, just going to have to throw money at it. If you don't believe me, um, I guess you can tune out. I hope I'm wrong. Maybe there'll be a there'll be a, a magic wand wave that they'll eradicate the virus at 5 o'clock. Let's hope for that. Too.